The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we're talking about scary movies because it's October and being alone out in the wilderness because it's October, I guess. It's it's October. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, your whenever we release an episode podcast talking about whatever it is that we're talking about that week on the podcast. That's the consistency you look for here on Apathetic Enthusiasm. If you are one of the faithful listeners that downloads this whenever it's posted, thank you. And if you just happened to subscribe three years ago and you haven't cleaned up your podcast feed, we thank you too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, For those of you joining us live on Twitch and YouTube and maybe even on Twitter, we're so happy to have you. Thank you for hanging out. And uh, Brandon, how how are things? What's what's going on? Uh, things are going things are going pretty well, Travis. Think uh, I think everything's coming up, Brandon. Uh, late, lately, it fe- oh okay, it feels it feels like. Uh, you know, I on, on, upon recommendation, uh, one of my one of my friends he he recommended a book that I buy a book, and and the book is called The Daily Stoic: Three Hundred Sixty Five Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living. And and it's and it's a and it's a daily book, and uh, I, although this is this this one is from October eighteenth, um, today is the nineteenth, as as you know, I I, I just want I want to I want to read a little excerpt from this book. Uh, this title is October eighteenth, frenemies. I think and I think this is in, it's indicative of 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 our show. Uh, and and the quote goes something like this: "There's nothing worse than a wolf befriending sheep." Avoid false friendship at all costs. If you're good, straightforward, and well-meaning, it should show in your eyes and not escape notice. Marcus Aurelius, Meditations, 11.15 It's pretty obvious that one should keep away from the wicked and two-faced as much as possible. The jealous friend, the narcissistic parent, the untrustworthy partner. At first glance, Marcus Aurelius is reminding us to avoid false friends. But what if we turn it around? What if, instead, we ask about the times that we have been false to our friends? Ultimately, that's what stoicism is about. Not judging other people's behavior, but judging our own. Judging it's our own. Deep. It's deep. It's deep. It's 
real heavy stuff. Let's and and that that is actually what our episode is about. But let's get through <laughs> the social media. Not me- what our episode <laughs> is about. Let's get this, let's get through the social media stuff Jeez. first. Oh, all right, all right. If you want to follow uh, Brandon's <laughs> rantings and his. His med- his daily meditations over on the social internet, uh, those aren't really out there. But follow us anyway. Uh, on Twitter, the show is at Apathusiast. I'm at Juggalmino. He's at Barnyard Cruise. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. You can send us an email, show at gmail.com. Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. If you missed brandon's post from this week on instagram my goodness you are missing out on some high quality content uh and then of course you can go to our website apatheticenthusiasm.com where you can find this podcast as well as the others that we produce on occasion uh or on the regular depending on how how well things are going uh you can watch us watch us live monday nights 9 p.m eastern time twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm or youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm uh yeah follow subscribe do whatever it is you do on those platforms you can also support the show in a few financial ways you can buy a t-shirt over at our t public page apathetic enthusiasm.com slash shop is the best way to get a shirt with our cartoon faces on it or go to patreon.com patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm where you can get Bonus content, get uh, exclusive podcasts like it's on random or pre-shows that we record with, you know, whatever's around. Uh, Lots of ways to support the show. Drop a few dollars in the digital tip jar over at patreon.com. And uh, yeah, that's the social media stuff. We did it. We're done. Boom, bing, bing, bing. Take a week off. Don't miss a beat. What up? We're doing it. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, And that is actually what what our show is about today is not missing beats. Unless you're into syncopation, which is it, it's very it's a very very cool way to to really enhance your percussion, uh, Travis. When when we think about percussion, we think of the standard four four kind of backbeat, the rock beat, you know. Uh, but syncopation, okay, let's not get into it. What are we talking about tonight? You're in a, you're in rare form tonight, Brandon. I gotta say, <laughs> uh, what are we talking about tonight? We have a couple of topics to discuss. Uh, we can go ahead and get mine out of the way because uh, your your amount of interest in it is probably limited. Um, but <laughs> I, I want to talk about a show that I stumbled upon uh, late last week. This is a show that I found on Netflix, uh, and it is a show called Alone. Now, if you're if you're listening to this, if you're a dedicated podcast listener, maybe maybe you're watching live and you're like, Travis, alone? You mean the the competition reality show about uh survival that is on the history channel that's been out for for five years and has over like six seasons? That that show? Yes. Yes, that's the show <laughs> that I'm talking about. Uh but just recently, Netflix picked up the sixth season and only the sixth season and put it on Netflix. I was just wandering the many, you know, hollowed halls of Netflix trying to find something to watch. And I was like, what is this show? Not realizing at first that it was the sixth season, but uh, the sixth season takes place in the Arctic, uh, the Arctic Circle. And uh, basically, I binge watched the sixth season of alone and I'm now going back and slowly working my way through the first 
uh, few seasons of this show. And 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 so let me break down what this show is for you. Okay. All Basically, right. ten individuals are given very limited supplies. I think they're given like ten objects, and they are put out into the wilderness alone right so it is it is competition reality because they are competing against each other however they're not all put in the same place they're all spread out like sometimes you know 10 or so miles between each contestant so that they have to survive out in the wilderness and they have to be the one to last the longest but they have no idea how many people are left or how long they have to to survive. So it's really like a competition with themselves, but uh, there are a variety of things that can cause people to leave the show, whether it's an injury, an encounter with some sort of natural predator, um, just mentally getting freaked out and or getting homesick. Um, starvation is a very real factor in this show. And uh, I don't know. I just found the show to be very fascinating, and I I couldn't get enough of it. Is is this at all the type of show that you would spend your time watching, Brandon? Or are you like immediately out, like just based on that description? I I I didn't make it through your description before I tuned out entirely. That's how, that's how that's how uh, that's on- the sign of a great podcast, everybody. <laughs> That's how uninterested I am. No, uh, I that that kind of survival game show, game show survival like Bear Grylls and and all that type of stuff. It it it, it never it never jumped out at me uh, and interested me as much as as it did uh, other other folks out there. Because I, I think I think part of the reason is is I know that in a in a snowstorm if if i get stuck in my car and i'm in the middle of nowhere that i'm going to i'm going to die <laughs> and there's 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 nothing none of the, any of these shows are going to teach me that are going to help me survive i'm going to be like you know what i can siphon gas out of my tank i can light that on fire that I'll, I'll i'll start the car on fire and it'll keep me warm for at least a couple hours and then I'll be dead, you know. And that's that's kind of that's kind of what I'm what I'm banking on, um, and and so they, these these shows just really hammer home the fact that I'm I'm not meant to survive in in a cruel, unforgiving world. Uh, yeah, that was that kind of leads me into another question that I wanted to ask you because <laughs> okay. you know, like a lot of a lot of these contestants, they especially into the sixth season of the show which i comparing it to going back to the first season of the show which which I, where i'm watching now uh in the sixth season they have five years of the show or five seasons of the show to sort of bank their knowledge off of and they they understand like what goes into the show and and some of the things that do and don't work but in the first season they just took like 10 dudes and they weren't survivalists. Some of them were like first responders. Like they had a police officer. Some people that were like really good, like or or, or did a lot of stuff out in the woods and stuff. But they're just like, hey, here's a list of like I think it was like forty 
40 items, you get to pick 10 that you can take out with you, go survive, right? And I don't know, like, I don't have any illusions that I would make it past a day or two in that situation. I'm not an outdoorsy type person, but you and I have gone camping. Like, we've gone camping together. Yeah. Now, that version of camping is like a campground with assigned (laughs) spots and we like brought our tents and a lot of beer and like hung out for half a weekend. Well, that's, that's how, that's how I know I would survive. We we would, we would, they would, they would drop us into a forest. You and I, they'd they'd give us camping gear. Right. And, and the first thing I, I would, I would say to you, I'd turn to you and I would say, where's our assigned location? And you'd be like, I don't see any numbers anywhere. Uh, I, I don't either. And we would spend probably six to seven hours looking for looking for a campground. We would not find it. And, and because we didn't have uh, an actual barbecue, right? They didn't have like those like campground barbecues. <laughs> How are we going to eat anything? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if we, if they don't, if, if, if part of our 10 things isn't charcoal briquettes, <laughs> And and lighter fluid. And lighter hey, fluid. M- maybe maybe they're pre-soaked, easy easy start briquettes. Lunch- lunchables, <laughs> a couple <laughs> lunchables. <laughs> Give us lunchables. Uh, yeah. Then I don't know. It's it's also weird in this show how it's changed, um, in some of like the production focus, uh-huh. right? Because in the first season they're on Vancouver Island in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, up in Canada, and it's super wet. It it's uh it's actually like a what do they call it? It's a, it's a rainforest, but it's like a, a temperate rainforest or whatever, right? So it's really hard for them to make fires and stuff because all the wood is like saturated, and they have to they have to be creative there. But there's also tons of predators. There's bears and wolves and and cougars. And the first, like, three people end up leaving the show just because they're like, no, I heard wolves right by my shelter, and the only shelter I have is, a, like, a piece of canvas. I, I'm not doing that. I'm out of here. Uh, the, the, like, fourth guy or fifth guy, he left because bears were legit, like, messing with his, his tent and he called because they all have like a satellite phone so that they can tap out right and bring a rescue crew in. And it's the middle of the night. And the guy's like, yeah, these bears are like coming to get me. Like, I'm done. Come get me. And they're like, it's dark. We can't send a helicopter out. We can't send a boat out. We're going to drive, but it's going to take three hours to get there. Try to survive. <laughs> wow. While, while it takes us three hours to get there. And then all along, their main defense for bears is just yelling, hey, bear, over and over again. <laughs> what? Anyway, it's the show is. Hey, it, hey, bear. Hey, bear. <laughs> hey, bear. Hey, bear. Um, but the, I will say, if, you're, if you don't have Hulu, uh, Hulu is where you can see, like, seasons three and on, and then season six exclusively on netflix no it's not exclusively on netflix it's it's everywhere but that's the only one that's on netflix and then if you want to go all the way back to season one you have to download like the history channel app and watch it with like ads and stuff which 
isn't fun, but it's it it's a way to see it. Um, the the season six that's out on Netflix was very good. The oh. the individuals that they had on there were very interesting. They had some pretty quirky personalities for some of them. Uh, there's a lot of trapping small animals and then showing how they uh, skin and clean them, hmm. which was really not fun for my uh, youngest daughter who absolutely loves animals and in any show <laughs> or movie where an animal is hurt in any way she like gets really sad and then there's people like eating bunnies on tv and she's like no nah, this is not cool <laughs> but eventually no bro no no they're like they're like pulling the hair like off the rabbit and she's just like Arr. But she did realize, oh, that's the only food these people are eating. Like, they need that to survive. So it kind of kind of changed her perspective a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I thought the show was really interesting. I'm not, like, crazy about survival shows. I don't, I've never watched a season of Survivor because a lot oh. of that feels just so... Scripted? Con- scripted, like, constructed, right? But the difference with this show alone is... They they're dropped off with like sixty pounds of camera equipment. They have to film everything themselves. They do have a medical team that comes in like once a week to check their weight and their their vitals just to make sure, especially as as the weeks go on, that they are getting enough food. Because in at least in the Arctic season, at least two or three of the final five got taken out because they just weren't able to maintain their their weight they were losing like 25 percent of their body weight wow it's uh but it's really crazy and it's cool to see like the ingenuity that people come up with to to survive out in the wilderness so i don't know i I thought it was interesting did, did anybody like come up with with ray guns or anything like that Nobody invented portal guns. Nobody, <sighs> nobody had lasers. Um, yeah, that, there that, was a- that's just, that's disappointing. That's a you know if, when I when I when I think of survival shows, that's the first thing that leaps out at me is is zany sci-fi concepts from from materials they they find in the woods, just like uh, the classic uh, Gilligan's Island. How the yeah. prof- like every yeah. week the professor would come up with with a new zany sci-fi invention. Now, these people are more like, well, I could go cut more firewood, (laughs) but that will use more calories than I have food. So I guess I'll just lay here Uh, and check my traps tomorrow and hope I get a squirrel to eat. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'd probably just be like, grass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny, like a lot of them were eating like blueberries in the first like few weeks because there are all these like wild blueberries everywhere but then when the temperature dropped below freezing and then there was snow everywhere they're like guess i'm not harvesting blueberries anymore i can't see them they're all <laughs> frozen under the snow uh do they have blenders they, they, they could do smoothies they did not have any smoothies there were <laughs> i did watch a lady eat uh like a a rabbit it was either a rabbit head or like a squirrel head maybe it was a mouse head that she just packed with blueberries so she didn't have to taste it as much and then (laughs) i ate it um but i don't know there were some there were some creative people that made uh really cool shelters um 
in in one of the seasons I was watching, like a guy was like, I'm just going to build a whole log cabin with like an indoor fireplace. And he's like, oh, eventually he's like, oh, the design won't work. But I was like, bro, you're out with like no food, nothing. And you're going to do architecture. Like (laughs) just make a, make a space. He was like ready to move out into the woods. Make a lean to dude. Just. Uh, Yeah. And then they're like, it was cool in the Arctic where they were like taking like evergreen, like leaves and stuff and using it as insulation and making like double layered walls for their um for their shelters so that like it didn't get super cold inside the shelter almost all of them had some like fire in their shelter to to keep it warm as well which made sense but that also resulted in at least two people burning their shelters down um (laughs) one of them costing them the game uh essentially because of the the fire that he started inside of his shelters. Oh man. Just, just like me stranded on the side of the road with a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That when you were like, I just burned the car up. I was like, that reminds me of someone on the show, except they burn <laughs> their shelter and they're like bedding down. And they like, they called and they're like, well, I'm out. Cause, and, and he did it at night too. And it was another situation where they like could not get to the person right in time. So he had to manage to survive the night without a shelter in like negative 17 degree temperatures. So he's like just built a little lean to next to the smoldering embers of to to try to to keep heat from the the smoldering embers. Yeah. 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 And he's like, well, and he managed to, you know, stay alive for that long. (laughs) But good on um, him. Yeah, so if if you're into if you're into you know that sort of not scripted reality, but uh, the sort of thing like survival shows and things like that, I would highly recommend it. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm going to continue watching these episodes. I what what? How far would you go? Like we've gone camping at an assigned campsite yeah. with tents and beer. Would you go camping with? All of the sufficient equipment you needed for like a weekend, but out in just the woods with no like assigned camping spaces. Yeah. Yeah, of course I would. Okay. What if you were only given like a backpack's worth of stuff? Uh, If if I had training ahead of time, yeah, I'd, I'd do it. Yeah. Would yeah. you, would you kill an animals and have to like find them for food or would you want to bring your own food no i'm not i'm not i'm not going that i'm not going that far i I told you about i told you about that one mouse i had to kill one time that i that i ended up not killing i just threw him in the trash you know like yeah it's it's too much it's too much (laughs) okay so that's where we draw the line like if you had training you'd go backpacking (laughs) in the woods so long as most of your backpack was made up with enough food that you needed for the time you were there exactly right if my backpack turned into a a tractor trailer with with a full kitchen uh dinette set then yeah no i would would totally do it all right so stay tuned for the live (laughs) podcast from the woods Brandon Travis coming to you live backpacking across (laughs) the Great Plains uh, in the summer of 2022. Well, 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 you asked me the question, how far, how far would you go with? I'm about at the same level, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I th- I think the dynamic changes if I'm alone. Uh-huh. Um, and then it definitely changes if I have my kids and family with me. Yeah, um, right, right. But if it's like if it's like a because you don't you don't need to hunt when you have you know kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like if it's like a group of friends going out or something like. Yeah, I could go just about as far as not having to, you know, forage and hunt for food is about where I'm at. Now, if I was going out with some of my extended relatives, they'd be like, let's hunt. Let's 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 find the." And I'm like, cool, you got that covered. I'll consider eating whatever charred remains you present to me. Yeah, I'll 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 sweep the I'll sweep the campground. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like, I'll do the laundry. Pulling Nature's Valley granola bars out of my pocket, like <laughs> ah, you can't eat these without the crumbs getting everywhere. <laughs> like, where'd you get that? Where'd you, where'd you get that Slim Jim? We could have used that for fish bait. Like scaring off all the the deer they're they're hunting, <laughs> all the crunchies. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Camping's fun. It seems like a safe, a COVID safe activity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, certainly. You could socially distance 10, 10 miles away from the nearest person. I think I yeah, I think I think I think that I think that would be fun. I would yeah, I, you know. Yeah, I, it's too cold it, to do it now, at least no. where I'm at. Yeah. No, it's and not, it's, it's always it, it's always too hot to do it where you are. It it no, it, it got it got chilly here. I wa- I, I walked the dog for just a few minutes before we started. It's kind of it's kind of chilly out. You know, it's it's probably around like 72 or so. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> it's not that warm in my house. My thermostat is set ooh. lower than that. And, it, and and the heater is on. So yeah, it snowed in Nebraska. So I got I got weekend. I got my big ass dolphins uh, you know, winter jacket to walk around outside. In seventy degree temperatures. <laughs> uh, I guess it's all about acclimating, I guess. Uh well that's that's about all I have for alone definitely check it out on Netflix season six was was pretty good uh it was real good I liked it and uh, I jury's still out on the rest of it if you've watched if you're a diehard alone fan let me know hit us up on social media wherever and uh, let me know if there's like certain series or certain seasons that I should definitely check out. Like, should I, should I jump right to season four or, you know, should I watch them all in order? Uh, let me know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that brings us to the spooktober section of the podcast where Brandon talks about scary movies, <laughs> scary movies. Welcome to Brandon's October scare fest where every year we talk about scary movies in the month of October and beyond. First this up- month's movie, Mr. <laughs> Boogity. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, I, I want, was, is that a movie or is that just like a, like a cartoon short? It is live action. Uh, okay. It, so I actually, I looked up the Mr. Boogity um, wiki, Wikipedia uh, while I was watching it. Because all I knew about this movie was that Justin Roiland had 
been tweeting and posting on Instagram and tagging Disney Plus, trying to get them to add Mr. Boogity to the Disney Plus platform, which they did. Uh, Mr. Boogity is a 1986 made-for-television family film, also a failed pilot directed by Oz Scott and written by Michael Janover, which originally aired as an episode of the Disney Sunday movie. Uh, So Disney used to uh, play movies every Sunday on ABC, and Mr. Boogity was one of those movies. Uh, There is a sequel, The Bride of Boogity, which aired in 1987, (laughs) also available on Disney+. Uh, So it's a 45-minute made-for-TV movie. Uh, It stars Richard uh, Mauser? Mazer? Um, Doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, I'm trying to think of other, like, prominent things that he's been in, but I definitely recognized him. Uh, It also has... Uh, I'm trying to find the actress's name. Charlize Theron. No. <laughs> uh, no. Kirstie Alley. It, mm. I feel like it's... I thought it was the girl that was in like the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. But she was, but she was younger. So anyway, uh, it's a family that the dad sells novelty like gag gifts like hand buzzers and squirting eggs and all kinds of like gag gifts what but they but they move squirting eggs yeah he had squirting eggs what the fuck is a squirting (laughs) (laughs) is that it was a rubber egg that squirted water that's what that's what the whole movie is it's just (laughs) that mr boogity is is a squirting egg salesman and he goes door to door selling squirting eggs squirt squirt them eggs uh but they they move to a a new home in lucifer falls new england uh which is a a scoop a spoopy sort of of town uh and and the house that they bought is haunted by the boogity man boogity boogity boo (laughs) and uh and it's just like a really super cheesy not scary scary movie um that i watched this week (laughs) because i was like wow i'm gonna if if justin roiland was like Gotta put the Boogity Man, Mr. Boogity, <laughs> on Disney Plus. I was like, this has got to be campy to some degree. That is worth watching, and it's it's not good, but it was entertaining <laughs> in 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 a weird sort of laughing at it what it is sort of huh. sort of entertaining. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll add it to this list of movies that uh, I'm I'm watching for o- October. Boogity, boogity, <laughs> boogity, man. Uh, along, I, I will say, along with- just to spoil it a little bit, the final encounter with Mr. Boogity and the family, they use the gag gifts to try and fight him off. It's a, it's a huge payoff. I'm, is, I'm is shocked. It the, is it the squirting egg? Is it the squirting I, egg that saves the day? You'll have to watch to find out. <laughs> but it's, I'm just shocked this didn't become a regular series. Absolutely flabbergasted. <laughs> I think uh I think I, I I don't know if this is true but the but the classic Don Knotts movie The Ghost and Mr Chicken I think was also meant to become uh, a series at some point in time. I I I don't know if that's accurate. Go ahead and look it up uh, for me if you can Travis. 
Uh, because the ghost and Mr. Chicken. Yeah, the ghost and Mr. Chicken. You haven't seen the ghost and Mr. Chicken? I uh, I have no. I didn't see it until I married Chelsea, and then she 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 made me watch it. Um. Oh, with uh, Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Okay. <laughs> so I th- I think I think I. Th- I think I read that somewhere, or or maybe uh, Sven Sven Gooley on MeTV Saturday nights. I think I might have seen it on that, and he mentioned it. The tagline: "You'll be scared until you laugh yourself silly." <laughs> Don Knotts stars in The Ghost and Mister Chicken in Technicolor. <laughs> yeah. Uh Okay. Well. All right. Horror horror host time with Brandon. Let's let's go let's go into some horror hosting. Uh. It is it is it is October, uh, and we we got to oh I have to add it to my list of, of movies I watched horror movies I watched this this month, um, and the Cruz family we are a horror movie family we like we like horror movies a lot. Before October even started, uh, Chelsea wanted to to get into the spirit of Halloween and start watching uh, horror films going into it, and so we, we've tried to at least watch something horror related whether it's a show or whether it's a movie at least you know three to four times a week okay uh so i'm just i'm gonna go down here's 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 this is this is brandon's horror extravaganza okay on biography uh (laughs) on on biography i'm peter graves (laughs) Uh, oh matt matt put that in the chat uh okay Last last time we talked about this, uh, last time we were on Appetite Enthusiasm, I talked about uh, scary stories, uh, which that's not what that movie's called. Just uh, correction, it, retcon here. It's it's yeah. called Scare Me. Um, so we want we watched that uh, down Shutter. We uh, we watched uh, Mortuary, Mortuary Tales, which just came out, which is a, a horror movie anthology starring Clancy Brown. Uh, it it's kind of along the lines of. Uh, for folks out there listening, if you've ever seen Tales from the Hood, it's similar in structure to Tales from the Hood a little bit, just because Clancy Brown plays an old uh, mortician in a mortuary, and he's the one who tells the stories. Pretty good. I, I, I recommend it. One of the stories is, uh, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but it's a college guy who... Uh, just wants to get laid, get have as much sex with as many women as he can, uh, unprotected, and uh, he has he has sex unprotected with with a young college coed, and uh, some changes start happening to his body, on, in rapid order, and that segment ends. It, it's a it's a blast. Let me tell you, it's it's great. Okay, uh, what, what was that movie called? Mortuary Tales. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, next up, they're on over on Hulu. I think uh, Book of Blood, which is a Clive Barker. Uh, it he didn't direct it, but uh, it's based off of Clive Barker's uh, series of uh, stories uh, that he's is that the written. one on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Book of Blood. Uh, Kevin and I I talked about it not not too long ago, uh, but it is it is based off Clive Barker. Clive Barker, who who's a weird guy, uh, but Hellraiser and uh, Lord of Illusion, bunch of uh, horror master. He's a he's a master. Uh, we watched a couple of different Cronenberg movies. Chelsea, my son, and I. Uh, first, we watched The Fly. Now we watched The Fly 
after the fly landed on Pence's head during the vice presidential debate, but it had nothing to do. It didn't, we didn't, it had nothing to do with that. We just happened to be watching the fly, uh, because we we wanted to like for the, for like the week leading up to that we wanted to watch the fly and so then we then we then we did after the, the debates and then we we laughed about it and then we watched SNL on on that Saturday and uh, Jim Jim Carrey as Joe Biden as Joe Biden went through a, fly, a telepod turned into a fly and was then acting like Jeff Goldblum on top of Pence's head and it was just it was. It was so good that we had seen the fly going into the SNL episode for for my for my eight year old, so he can get all those references. <laughs> it was it was it was it was perfect. Uh, we all perfectly timed. We also watched Cronenberg's last night. We we watched this. Uh, the the kid didn't watch this one with us. Scanners, the nineteen eighty one film, uh, which it's it's a very famous scene where uh, Michael Ironside uh, uh, blows up uh, another guy's head. Uh, it, 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 it's great. Uh, class, classic movie, old, old school. I recommend it. Uh, we've also watched a couple of other, we watched classic silence of the lambs. Uh, I watched classic, classic which I'm, I've, I've actually seen that one. I've actually seen you have. Yeah. That's, that's yes. Yeah. You, you, you probably saw that movie before I saw silence of the lambs. Yeah. Silence of the lambs was a movie where I, 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 would start watching it and I'd fall asleep and I'd wake up at the end where uh Buffalo Bill is is uh tracking her with the night vision goggles. And then I'd be like, I don't know how we got to this point. <laughs> I don't I don't know how we got here. I don't know what why, took why, place, but <laughs> why is this movie so great? I don't I don't know. Uh, and uh so I I I saw an article over on Film School Rejects about uh, about how we care so much about uh Clarissa Starling, uh, that you know that's why that move that's partially why the movie's so great and it, it's true. So I, I I watched it again and it's just really fascinating that that Hannibal Lecter became such a uh, pop a cultural phenomenon uh, because when you're in, they're introducing him first, you know, and keep in mind this wasn't a famous movie at one point in time. There's such a dramatic lead into introducing his character. That is just really, really effective. Uh, so I did watch. I did watch that. Uh, I also watched Red Dragon, which is the prequel to Silence of the Lambs. That that's not as good, but I still like it because uh, Ray Fiennes is he. He's just he's a creepy, creepy motherfucker. He <laughs> he just uh, that's all he does is play creepy characters. Unless you're, we consider uh, the movie with Uma Thurman, The Avengers, not to be a creepy character of his. All right, I watched a couple. Uh, we watched Puppet Master. This is a, the 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 classic Puppet Master, uh, 1987, 1989, uh, with all the crazy little puppets. They're 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 so cute. Uh, it's one of my kids' favorite uh, horror horror films. Uh, we watched that the same night you watched Nightmare Before Christmas, which is just a great way to juxtapose our, our two different mindsets so with our for their families boogity boogity boo <laughs> and and and, pe- and people giving you giving you shit when they're like uh that's a christmas movie that's not a halloween movie which to be fair they're not entirely wrong no they're not and and the reality is the nightmare before christmas bridges a gap it creates it, it opens and closes what 
is an extended holiday season, right? Because if you go to Disneyland, which hasn't been open since like March of this year, um, they retheme the Haunted Mansion for Nightmare Before Christmas in October, like for Halloween, and then they just keep it rethemed all the way through December for, for Christmas. And then they turn it back into the regular Haunted Mansion. So I understand the friends on your social media want to come at me (laughs) and put me on blast and say, that's a Christmas movie. That's not a Halloween movie. But listen, in Halloween Town, right, they're they're doing their thing and we're, we're happy to watch it. It, it's in the Halloween category on Disney Plus, <laughs> and I don't watch horror movies with my eight year old. So, you know what? Uh, we gotta we gotta do something. We were over here watching Hocus Pocus and <laughs> and Mr. Boogity. I'm I'm trying. Yeah, you're you're, you're yeah, that's that's good. Look, I'm not I'm not shaming you. In fact, I defended you. Uh, you know, like it says, the nightmare, and it's before Christmas. So it's not a Christmas yeah. movie. It's before Christmas. It says it in the title. Okay, and and I'll probably watch it around Christmas time too. So yeah, it it bridges it's, a gap. It bridges yeah. a gap. Uh, real real quick, Matt mentions what's the horror movie about the chick who has a vagina with teeth? I think he is joking about that. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I think that's. I think we covered it. Which it's it's a great movie, Vagina Dentata. Uh, the the movie called Teeth. It's about a girl with teeth in her vagina. Okay, uh, I haven't watched that one. We might actually now that we bring it up. Uh, a couple, couple of classics. I watched Bram Stoker's Dracula with uh, with the great Keanu Reeves, the you know an Whoa. actor of our time. You know, I, I we mentioned that before. Theater of Blood. I want to talk about Theater of Blood real quick. This is a this. Oh, that there's another one. There's a, another one called Monster Club. It has Vincent Price. Uh, it's a really. It's like an '80s kind of really. Weird. It's an anthology, but it's it's really kooky. Where all the monsters are actually good guys, and all the the humans are bad guys. Uh, and that that movie actually ends with Vincent Price saying, "Yeah, like uh, it's it's a monster club. This the movie Monster Club is it takes place in a monster club, and uh, a, an author goes in there, and there's all these different monsters of vampires, werewolves, and they're whatever. Uh, and Vincent Price says, "Who is a vampire?" Says, "I welcome." Well, I want to honor him. I want to bring this human as a member of the monster club and like, no boo. Everyone's voting him down. He's like, no, hear me out. Humans are the biggest monsters in the world. And then went through the list of like war and fam and all that type of stuff. And the monster's like, yeah, bring him in. Uh, that's how the monster club ends. Um, but the other Vincent price movie that I want to talk about theater of blood this is part of Vincent Price's oeuvre of movies that just are very unique concepts. This is a, a movie where Vincent Price plays a Shakespearean actor who uh, the, the, this group of, of, of uh, critics, they give a, an annual Shakespeare award and Vincent Price was shunned from the award and he killed himself. But then he, he somehow he survived and he went back for revenge against these critics and he kills all of the critics in in Shakespearean themed ways. <laughs> uh, and in between each of the kills, 
Vincent Price does the like the cheesiest Shakespearean monologues and just like over the top. Uh, it's 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 great. <laughs> um, watch clips. You don't need to watch the whole movie, but uh, <laughs> that, that's another one that Chelsea got me into. Uh, and finally, I'll, I'll just I'll just get into a couple of the the last ones real quick. Themed up ep- themed episodes. I watched Anaconda with with uh, who 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 who's in that? Uh, Eric Stoltz, John Voight was it Ice Cube? Um, and uh, they're 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 in the Amazon and they're going down a river and there's gigantic snakes called anacondas. You don't want none. <laughs> that anaconda dealt. Oh, anyway, watch that and Lake Placid, which is a movie I had never seen before. Uh, that that is about a giant alligator. Uh, we also watched Crawl, which is about a bunch of alligators. Um, so, so you know, there's there's our there's our animal themed horror, and then finally, uh, the another movie I hadn't seen is called Would You Rather, and it features the great Jeffrey Combs, who uh, if you've seen The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that that that's a good movie. It's it's not it's not scary, but it's got Michael J. Fox. Jeffrey Combs is in it, uh, where he sees dead people, and like he he's kind of like he's he's a scammer, but he scams people with ghosts that he is friends with. Uh, anyway, anyway, so Jeffrey Combs, he he's a, he's a, a very uh, he's a famous kind of guy in the the horror realm. He uh is he hosts a a, a dinner party where they play would you rather and he he owns this like institute that has a lot of money and gets it gets guests but then the would you rather is like would you rather stick this stick yourself with this knife or stick the person next to you with a knife and they have to do it uh and so that that's that's where the horror stems from that 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 reminds me very much of a guy I used to work with after he was a friend of mine in high school he would come up with the most vile would you rather <laughs> suggestions ever. Uh, and then he'd ask like my girlfriend now wife at the, uh, but like ask her like, would you rather, you know, have to murder a bunch of people or, you know, do something else. And she, who was like the nicest person in the world would just hate having to answer these questions. And he, he was a very convincing guy, so he'd be like, "No, you have to answer. Like, you have to do one or the other. What's it gonna be?" Uh, it just sounds like maybe he was a consulting writer on the, on this film. <laughs> Jeez, uh, yeah, possibly. You know, we all got to start somewhere, and yeah. uh, coming up with really disturbing "Would You Rather"s is the best way to do it. If you are gonna eventually make a movie called "Would You Rather," uh, I worked. I worked all Saturday. I work from six in the morning to six at night on Saturday. That's and, the whole day. Uh, I, I did a lot of work. I did some records reviews and, and stuff like that. But there's a giant, there's a giant screen uh, in, the, in the place that I, I was working on Saturday. And on it was just TV. We're just watching TV, like cable TV. Well, on AMC, they have uh, every October, they have Fear Fest or whatever. And they have marathons of, of horror films. Well, at six in the morning, they were showing Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. One of, one of, if not my all-time favorite horror movie for reasons. After watching that, uh, William Sadler, who plays Death in the Bill and Ted movies. Great. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Smith is in it. Uh, Billy Zane, he, he play, plays the main demon. 
Ah, so, so good. Uh, then that followed up with Bordello of Blood, Tales from the Clip Bordello of Blood with Dennis Miller. It's not as nearly as good as uh, <laughs> Demon Knight. But what struck me as odd was, I know you've never seen Bordello of Blood, but it's all it's out about a vampire den, and there's lot. It's like at a, a, a whorehouse, and just boobs all over the place in this film. This is on, on AMC, which is it's not a it's not an X rated TV. It's uh, this is an HBO, yeah, right. Well, they it there are there's a couple scenes with lots of boobs and in Demonite as well. And what I found interesting was they had scenes, all like the 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 lot of booby scenes. They was made for TV where they all had like bras, and it wasn't like it wasn't like painted on. It wasn't like computer animated, like like bras and bikinis tops on. Like they had, they must have shot a different version where it they had tops and stuff on. It was really it was, it was that's it was, that's really interesting that they had the the foresight, I guess, to or. They were just, they shot it two ways and they're like, we'll see which one they let us get away with. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's interesting. And then they're like, just use the other scenes for, you know, AMC. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be on AMC someday. There's going to be a a station called AMC and we're going to, we're going to put it on there. Um, So uh, yeah, Bordell, but, uh, and then, and then what got me through the rest of the day was they went straight into a, a Halloween marathon uh not halloween one and two not halloween three which we did also watch which has nothing to do with the other halloween doesn't have anything to do with michael myers but the halloween four the return of michael myers all the way up to halloween resurrection which i started watching but um and yeah so i I watched i watched four halloween movies essentially on on saturday as well uh and and i still i'm like you know Mike Myers is not my favorite uh, horror movie icon, but sorry. I know a lot of purists are like, get out of here, Brandon, you piece of shit. Brandon, get out of here. That's me, a Halloween purist. Get out of here. <laughs> so clearly you have watched many ho- <laughs> like horror films. And you're like, stop uh, talking. No, no, it's fine. We're, we're about a week and a half away, uh, two weeks, give or take. From Halloween, so still plenty of time. So, a couple of questions of yeah. the movies that you've listed that you've watched so far have any stood out to you? You know, whether it was one that you hadn't seen before or one you've watched a hundred times, one that just stands out to you. If somebody's like, Oh wow, Brandon just rattled off a lot of movies, I wonder which one I should start with. Um, that you would recommend people go check out if they if they haven't seen it. Well, I I already mentioned I'm I'm particular to Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Yeah. Uh, I I I always I always recommend that one. Um we well, one, one I didn't mention was The Boy, uh which is is one that I hadn't seen before. Chelsea and my son have watched it multiple times. Uh and it's it's all it's it's a it's a unique take on the the creepy doll um mm-hmm. genre. Uh it when and and there's a sequel to it. I love it. that that's a whole genre, by the way. <laughs> it, well, yeah, my 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 son my son loves the creepy. I mean, that's why Puppet Master is one of his his favorite. Um, it's a, it's a very unique take on the genre. And there's a sequel, and, it, and I, I don't understand how there can be a sequel. Uh, but it's it's six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So that I mean that probably tells you all there is. 
Scare Me, uh, Mortuary Tales are two new ones that I do highly recommend. If anybody has Shudder, you know, go out and, and watch those. Host, I would say, even though I didn't mention on this list, is one that people need to go to go see. If you want the classic, I'm going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street on, on Halloween. It's, it's, it's part of the tradition. Trick or Treat, obviously, for Halloween. You got you to gotta have Trick or Treat on, on that list. And you can, you can skip Anna, Anaconda. Uh, but yeah. And don't, and don't forget, Mr. Boogity and Mr. Bride Boogity. of Boogity, both <laughs> available on Disney+. The, the, la- the last little bit, Philip Marks, Rob Zombie Halloween is pretty good. It, it is. The, the sequel, not so much. Um, on Disney Plus, this is the last. This, I swear, this is the last little bit. On Disney Plus, there is a category for Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. You, you know, do your do all of yourselves a favor. If you don't want to watch all of these movies, they're all referenced in the Treehouse of Horrors <laughs> in some way, shape, or form, and you can get you can get your 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 quick fill on on all of them there. I'm I'm almost through season two of The Simpsons. I I took a I took a bit of a detour for for all that alone that I was watching uh, this week. But I I, I got to get back on the train. I got to I got to keep plugging along uh, on on watching my Simpsons. And I've seen there. It's funny rewatching it and seeing the ones that I've like watched when they aired or like when I watched as a kid, and then the ones that I just have missed completely somehow um i don't know it's interesting yeah but uh yeah good old simpson stuff uh all right so i think this is the last episode potentially of apathetic enthusiasm before halloween i know the world is crazy right now and uh people are adjusting plans making different plans for halloween do you have anything particular that you have are planning differently or things that you're doing differently for Halloween? I know I know for my family we're planning more of an indoor Halloween party with just like our family. We have some different activities. Uh maybe I'll find a movie that sits right in that like that safe zone of just scary enough for my kids to where it like pushes pushes things. But definitely not something that your kid would watch because, like know. the the Goosebumps movie, like you know, yeah, you yeah, put the Goosebumps like on, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we're we're we we have no plans of doing anything outside, uh, anything special like that. Um, really, us the we might go to the drive-in. We we went to this last weekend. We might go to the drive-in this next weekend uh, to see a double feature of. Uh, the Lost Boys and Nightmare on Elm Street. Lost Boys, a classic for me. I like that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, that, but that might be the most unique special thing we do uh, this 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 month. We're not we're not going to go out and and go trick or treating. Um, it's basically like my 18th birthday. You know, it's just I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> You're over it. You're past it. But but uh, everyone's gonna be wearing masks, so maybe maybe it'll be okay. The, the, yeah, the, when it's maybe. mask, when mask wear is is universally accepted, <laughs> yeah, because everybody is cool with wearing masks. This one day out of the year. Um, all right. Well, if if you are going out and celebrating Halloween, make sure you do it safely. You know, have have fun. Um, if you have Halloween traditions or things that you guys are doing, 
uh, shoot us a line. Shoot us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you guys are up to or what movies you guys like to watch for Halloween, whether it's a super scary horror movie or something a little bit on the lighter side. Uh, we got a little bit of all of it over here on the show. Uh, but hopefully you guys have a great Halloween and then um, a great couple weeks. Uh, we will be podcasting. You'll either get another episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm or potentially we will be doing an interdimensional RSS uh, trying to get back in the rhythm of of bringing you new episodes of that podcast as well. So if you love Rick and Morty and you've somehow missed the fact that we do a Rick and Morty podcast <laughs> called Interdimensional RSS, uh, make sure to check that out on all of your podcatchers and catch it live uh, here on YouTube and Twitch where we do all of those shows. Uh, and then for those of you watching live right now, stick around uh, because... Even though this is the end of the podcast, we're not going anywhere. It's time for us to go and do our live post show where we hang out with our listeners and answer your questions and just have some fun. So if you guys want to hang out and catch extra content, make sure that you're tuning in live every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, and uh, have a wonderful spooky season. Happy Halloween. And uh, Brandon, your, your final words. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for hanging out. Thanks for listening to me ramble off all of the movies I watch and not, not even all of them. There's more that I'm going to, I'm going to talk about here in a minute, in a minute after, <laughs> after the episode ends, but for, they, for a complete list of Brandon's Halloween movies, head over to apatheticenthusiasm.com <laughs> and maybe it'll be in the show notes or something. I don't know. God, there's, we'll, we'll, there's so many I watched, I watched, I watched so many. I, I didn't, I didn't realize. Okay. Anyways, uh, thank you all. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.